All right, well, we'll kick this thing off. Welcome everybody to this week's huddle where we come to you every single Tuesday with the exception of two or maybe three over the last- uh, yeah, Almost every single Tuesday. Um, and we like to discuss how to maintain forward progress in your flooring career. So whether that's growing your business in different areas, uh, we talk a very wide variety of topics. And today's topic is uh, maintaining your tools. And that really starts uh, with your body being the uh, number one tool that you use in flooring. And I know I got two gentlemen with me today, as always, is Daniel and Jose. And uh, they know a bit about uh, installing and, and how to keep your body from falling apart. But I did think we figure, you know, we could start with a little bit of, um, you know, actual tools. Um, one of my pet peeves as an installer uh, in the old days, and for sure, when I was out in the field every day, dirty patch trials or, or somebody leaving patch in their trial and just letting it dry or glue on a trial and letting it dry or whatever. Um, I share that same pet peeve. I'm just letting you know I share the same one. <laughs> I know that trials are not uh, ultra expensive, but why spend money where you don't need to by breaking them when you try to scrape off a half inch of floor patch or thin set or whatever off of a trial? Uh, this seems real low key here, but it is my pet peeve. But that. Well, I it's not about it being expensive, right? It's about going and grabbing it and getting ready to use it. And it's no longer in the condition you need it to do a good job. And you don't have no notice that that's, that's where the pet peeve comes in for me. Well, that and, and uh, like maintain, you know, we all have much uh, more expensive tools or equipment that we need to maintain. Uh, I bring up the trial because a mentor of mine at my let says how you do one thing is how you do everything in a given, you know, vertical. So how you take care of your trial is a pretty good indicator of what your van looks like. I almost guarantee you, you go up and you see a patch trial that's just been caked up time after time, and it looks like crap. Just go to their van, I don't, or their 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 truck. I'd almost guarantee you it's a mess. Uh, same with if it's a tile company or a tile installer and their trials are you know, caked full of thin set or their grout floats have old grout on them and they're gonna try to scrape them clean when they need them. I, I don't understand that like thought process. <laughs> it's so much easier to clean it when it's wet, but I've, I've seen it a hundred times if I've seen it one. And the point here that on actual tools and equipment, before we get to your, your physical health, um, the real, the real fact is if you don't take care of the trials, your, your saws probably, uh, you know, a mess, your, you probably have a dull wheel on your, you know, your breaker board. Um, it's just all the, you got to take care of what takes care of you. Uh, we've hit on this before. We've not done an episode on it, but we have hit on this before uh, yes. in some previous episodes. But so anyway, <clears throat> that's one of my pet peeves. 
what do you guys see out in the field that really, I mean, Jose kind of chimed in, he shares that, but what do you see yeah. out there uh, with uh, different flooring <laughs> crews that like drive you nuts from a maintaining your, I mean, these are your assets. Maintain, That's another thing. Maintaining your work say. area. The work yeah. area, right? Like, man, just, there's no reason to throw scraps everywhere and then have to clean it up. It's just as simple to keep it in the pile and then pick up one pile at the end of that room or the end of the day or the end of the job. Um, and have them everywhere. That's always been a pet peeve of mine. Um, Daniel knows it has been. Uh, but that along with the tools, of course, and uh, you, you hit it right on the nose. Is clean trowels usually equals clean, organized van. We try to... Everybody hated me for a long time because at the end of the day, I'd say, we're ready to go. And I'd go outside, the van would be in shambles. Like everybody just throw things in there. I'm like, ah. All the tools back out. What? It's it's five thirty. It's six o'clock. You know, I I don't care, dude. Like if I don't know where they're at, then I don't want that in there like that because I'm gonna have to clean it. All the tools back out. It's gonna take ten minutes with all of us, or it's gonna take two hours with myself. That's the thing. It's saving time the next day. Just thinking about yeah. that trial, like the patching trials. Someone leaves that patch on there, and then you gotta grab a four inch scraper and start scraping that off. And then you're already looking at, you know, 15, 20 minutes of just trying to get a tool ready that should have been ready right away. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it kind of comes down to, uh, Eduardo chimed in here and said, howdy guys. And how says, this is true. I, 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 uh, I think I, I share your, your sentiment there. It's certainly true. And, you know, how you take care of your body. Um, I know this is a, you know, we're based in flooring, but the fact is, is taking care of yourself in any skilled trades important. I know this has come up like uh, probably hit, you know, been more of a topic uh, in the recent years. We kind of talked about how uh, the females in the uh, trade that we know seem to do a better job of doing, of taking care of themselves than we do, whether it's gloves or, you know, good knee pads, really caring. But there's also like the fact that you get up and down in your joints and your knees and Ooh, how long hips. do you expect, yeah, hips. How long do you expect a tool to last? Well, you're, you're one of the tools at your disposal. You're one of the major assets, so um about five years ago uh i when i was installing i was i was in good shape uh and then as i got into the office uh, i ballooned up to about 205 pounds and uh so this last five years has been a journey for me in taking care of my body taking care of my health i'm 46 and trying to you know, live as close to, you know, a hundred as possible. <laughs> Way to say that you ballooned up to a weight that is still less than me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know. Did I show you guys that picture of me? I'm yeah, just, you did. You did. Man. Hefty guy. Did. Totally we all different. have fat totally pictures. Different. Yeah. I mean, well, you're looking at my fat picture right now. So. <laughs> so the point is. Uh, 
like I'm not talking about weight loss or whatever, but I do have a lot of experience in it now. Uh, I've maintained the, the weight loss for the last five years. Uh, I know these gentlemen have uh, dropped some weight over the years as well. And like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching here, but it, it certainly is important for you to take care of your, your body as best as possible, being at a weight that you feel comfortable with. That doesn't mean you have to be skinny or super fit or whatever, just a weight that you feel comfortable working comfortable. in. That's, that's, a, that's a, good, a good way to put it. And, um, um, you know, my 205 pound out. ass out there working, my knees were killing me a hell of a lot more than they do when, uh, you know, when I decide to get out there now, um, that extra weight, you know, you got to just be at a comfortable weight by doctor's terms. I'm overweight, like by 10 or 15 pounds. I feel great at the weight I'm at. Um, but all that being said, like proper hydration, making sure that you're hydrated. Uh, this isn't a fitness class, but it's certainly important to understand that, how you treat your body, how you treat your all your tools, everything that it takes for you to get a job done is important. Um, so we in flooring are up, down, up, down, up, down all day long, um, unless you're doing wall Staying and torquing and stretching and some very odd positions to, to get some if, cutting done. And if you do growing. flash cove, you're always laying on your belly. Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to do things left-handed. I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of mind and body coordination that's got to go into to a lot of what we do as well. Yeah. So I mean it, it the the truth is, you know, we don't do as much carpet in our industry like roll good broadloom carpet in the commercial world uh as as back when I was installing, but even proper lifting of things that was a huge deal i never got injured from lifting carpet and i did it for years and years and years and it was just lifting it properly so remember to take care of yourself don't get in such a doggone hurry on a job that you're just yanking stuff from one spot to the next and injure yourself and what happens when you injure yourself is you lose money especially if you're a subcontractor uh you're gonna lose money you don't Unless you have workman's comp on yourself, um, you're going to lose some money. You're going to be sitting. Even if you do have workman's comp, you're going to go to, they'll cover your medical expenses. They ain't going to cover your time off necessarily, uh, being self-employed. Um, so, look. And um, I want to add to that, too, is um, an, an injury isn't always noticeable right away. I will let you guys know that, like is something, if you're doing something the wrong way for an extended period of time, the injury might not be a torn muscle or, or you might not walk away and say, oh, I'm hurt right now. But over the course of you know, five years, 10 years, um, you could sustain some long-term injuries by, by just not thinking things through an improper technique. Yeah, stuff creeps up on you all of a sudden. Your back, whatever, your knees. So, I mean... <clears throat> Take it with, uh, you know, take this how you um, and apply it to your life, to your career as you will, but properly taking care of yourself and thinking about your next uh, move when you're doing flooring is important. Um, 
guys get out there. I've seen guys going, you know, they're just getting after it. And I'll tell you a story. We have, um, we had a guy on our cruise that he was 34 and awesome. CFI certified guy. I think he got all the, uh, was C2 certification, uh, had some other trainings, very, very good installer, cared about his work, but he went at everything like he's killing snakes. And a couple of years ago, it's been about three or four years ago, him and his brother were a team. They were one of our subs and they both quit and they went to start driving trucks, <clears throat> making way less money, but uh, they were doing delivery truck driving paid by the hour. And um, one of them came back because of the money. The other one has made his life work for the last three, like I said, three or four years. And he was a wonderful installer. We lost. And the only reason was because he just said, my body's breaking down. He was 35. My body's breaking down. I can't keep doing this forever. So that brings up a few things that is probably past. Um, is it real echoey when I talk? No. Okay. Uh, uh, not too bad. It brings up a few things. Um, you know, first off, obviously, like I said, taking care of yourself, not going at things so so crazily, um, and, and realizing that you've got a long career ahead of you. But how many of these guys that that when we are talking about shortage in labor, you know, having a um, the next step after installation. We've talked about that in some podcasts and there's opportunities out there, whether it's, you know, being an assessor with Go Carrera or a, you know, a mill rep or a tech rep or whatever. There are some verticals. Um, we, we aim to continue to improve that, but uh, that's one thing the industry's talked about a bit. You know, the life expectancy of a flooring contractor, I say life expectancy, you're in 10 years and you die. No, seems like it sometimes. <laughs> I'm at the career expectancy. Like how long are, can you, can you do this? Right. Um, hey, Eduardo said the belly is, uh, is your third pad. <laughs> uh, so I love that, dude. that's kind of funny. Um, Anyway, doing some some things to uh, maintain your career, but then building your mind. A lot we've done a lot of uh, podcast huddles on how to improve your skills and those kinds of things that will allow you to move to that next step in the future, um, and maybe take a tech rep job or take an assessor pro, uh, position. Any of that kind of thing, uh, you got to build your mind, but. Also, you got to take care of your body. I know a lot of old installers that just didn't do it and they're paying for it now. I was on that path. I didn't wear knee pads and take care of myself. Luckily, I was not in, uh, you know, every day on my knees for 30 years. I got I got up and and uh, started my company uh, fairly early in my career and was able to get off my knees in probably, you know, 10 to 15 years or whatever it was. But Point is, take care of yourself, guys, gals, 
in fact, guys, talk to the gals because they'll tell you how to do it. Uh, but you know, maintaining maintaining um, your your career really and keeping it going forward, like the the huddle says, you know, forward progress is you got to have a body that's going to stick with you through this. So I, you I find know balance for sure. What's that? So you got to find balance for sure. You know, you can't have one without the other. Yep. And I know this is going to fall on a bunch of deaf ears, but uh, because I'm no fitness trainer or anything, but I can just tell you from experience, I've watched a lot of guys go down and, uh, I just gave you an example of a guy that was 35 and quit our industry. If we want to talk about labor shortage, part of the problem is, you know, some of these guys by go at it so hard that by, you know, year 10, they're ready to get off their knees and get into something else because their body's breaking down. So what are some, what's your guys' thoughts? I'm not a personal trainer. I just thought we'd have an open discussion about this. Yeah. Because if we're talking labor shortage and you got 35 year olds quitting because their body's not keeping up, what do we do? Number one thing for me, man, is I don't care who you work with or who you work under or what kind of competition they make, go invest in some knee pads right away. Right away, man. Like I didn't wear knee pads for the first five, six years of my career. And I'd like to get those five or six years back to be honest with you, because there's a lot of moving parts down there, man. You, I was, a, I was a lot bigger when I started, a lot bigger in those five or six years. That's a lot of weight, a lot of movement on those knees and my shins and my ankles and my back for improper support. Um, you know, it's a domino effect. I would say knee pads would be my number one thing. Do you guys um, wear back braces? I know a couple I guys wear back yeah. braces as they install. It is a hit or miss on me. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, What'd you say, Daniel? Yeah, sometimes I wear a back brace. It just depends on how messed up I am at that moment. Yeah, it's more uh, wear, wear them when you, when you feel you need it instead of trying to prevent, right? But if you're down, down uh, doing BCT or you know you're going to be down for you know, an hour and a half at a time, I can see a back brace being very helpful uh, for that time. And moving um, it. <laughs> yeah. He's 63 and a half pounds a box. Moving that crap yeah. around can uh, catch up to you pretty quick, too. Yes. So, Rollin says that uh, he can do, let me see, let me find it. When you're 134, you can do what you want. <laughs> he, he, he is uh, maybe the oldest man alive. Still doing flooring. He rocks, by the way. Yeah, you does. look great, Roland, for for all the years you've been installing, brother. You ought to tell us what you what you've done, right? And then uh, Jorge says that you know using power stretchers is where it's at. Let the tools do the work for you, and that's one hundred percent. Damn, I wish I would have thought of that. That's <laughs> brought that point up. That that may be the most important point. <laughs> and Jeremy like, says that playing softball helps keep you in shape. But I think uh, a lot of it has to do with your diet because I, I've, I've seen him gain a little bit of poundage over the years. Well, I, I think softball. It's the maybe it's the beer at the softball tournaments. <laughs> I, don't I think he I, drinks much. He doesn't. He doesn't drink. Uh, okay. Well, he just doesn't eat but, vegetables. 
I, I got a comment that says health and discipline go hand in hand with career success. Yes. I would agree. So with what I'm thinking is, um, like Jose said that, you know, coming in and not using knee pads and that, that really messed, messed me up. But what I really didn't pay attention to was the hips and just like, uh, walking on old adhesive and stuff, my hips used to kind of pop out all the time. And now, um, I just had the weight loss surgery like a year and a half ago. And the reason I got it was because during COVID, one of my hips just went out on me while we were on the job site. Like I went to go stand up and I just went right back down and I, I couldn't do anything. So what was that? What, what do you think that like particular, like, what were you installing? What, what was it? The glue adhesive walking on that for expensive? I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Cause I remember coming up and then always walking on the adhesive and taking those steps and I would, feel my hip stretching, but not yeah. only that, it's when you're installing and you know, you're, you're constantly have your legs out on an angle and you're not really yes, your figure your posture and everything. You're just trying to get in the best position to install. So what's the worst flooring to install from, uh, uh, from this, with this perspective about, you know, your body wear and tear. My opinion, my opinion is VCT because it's such small and compact. You don't think about it because of the size, and, but you'll grab a box and you'll rotate it. You'll put a box here, there, you'll reach, you'll lean, lean backwards as far as you can, bend, grab you know, a half a box with one hand and slide it forward. Um, I think that, I think VCT is probably one of the ones that got me the best of me over the course of my installation career. Um, only because of how much we did probably that probably has a lot to do with it too I, I did we did a lot of bct when i started and um you just don't think about it uh because it is so small and compact but when you're working with a roll of carpet or sheet vinyl you're you're like i gotta lift it here i gotta pivot here i'm gonna need help with that yeah um, but damn carpet can be heavy and you gotta yeah, get and, flights of stairs sometimes can't fit it in elevators uh, you know, you got a 60 foot drop on the second floor, not going in an elevator, at least not your normal size elevator. So I think yeah, that's yeah. that from, I would say carpet, uh, Eduardo says, uh, says ceramic. That's, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, ceramic to me has always been like the oldest installers I know are in ceramic tile like the older guy, I'm talking sixties and seventies. I had a, I had a guy that worked for me. Uh, he retired when he was 72 and he came back when he was 74 and worked till he was 80 installing ceramic tile and passed away. He retired about 81 or whatever. And he worked for other uh, flooring contractors, uh, flooring companies as well. But um, his nickname was Cowboy. And he was a hell of an installer, but he, he went on forever, dude. It wasn't until he retired that he ended up passing away about three or four years later. But uh, of course he was 83 at that point, but he couldn't, he couldn't quit moving. He was one of those, you know, sparky guys that just could not sit still. So tried retirement on for a day or two and then went back at it. But um, 
resilient. I mean, all of it's hard on your body. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, Jeremy says that he thinks that the the rolled rubber flooring, the the thicker ooh. stuff, three quarter inch. Oh yeah, that's that's what gets it for him. And then the, the adhesive that comes with it, because you gotta, if you're not using two hands to spread it, you're not spreading it right. That is a good point. That damn then, urethane adhesive when you're doing a rubber floor, man. And Dirk says that carpet was always hardest on him, and I kind of agree with that, especially in the early part of my career because I didn't know what a crab stretcher was for a long oh, time. You it just was grab the kickers kicker. and start kicking, like kick this seam together. The glue's already <laughs> set up, and it's still got to go, so – so it's starting to sound like just every bit of flooring is depends on what day and what month it is, right? <laughs> if you're not you're doing, doing it right. Yeah. yeah, so they all have their they all have their tough parts. I I, I do got to say I remember doing a gym floor and you want to talk about a sore elbow after spreading that friggin' urethane adhesive for all day long, and then on top of that everything's heavy, bulky. That's a good point as well. What did uh, what did um, the guy said about car. Oh, the crab stretcher. That's a dang good, um, comment as yeah. well. I didn't have a crab. I didn't even know crab stretchers existed for probably five years after installing. It was uh, horrible. I thought they I were. could probably still, I could probably still break a cinder block with my knee, but I would prefer not to kick anything with that thing anymore. You probably wouldn't yeah. walk for a few weeks after that <laughs> two knee braces. <laughs> Robin says to, to keep in shape, he still plays sports. But what he thinks is uh, kept him going for the 150 years so far is <laughs> he make sure you learn how to here. lift and balance a load. And he stretches uh, before he, he starts working. There you yeah, go. That's a, good, that's a good point. Roland's I remember Josh said we had to stretch and flex. Roland's been around for a long time. If if he says to stretch before you get going, that's probably a good idea. He also brought up like all the balancing and all that. And yeah. he hit on that um, as well. Daniel is use equipment. You got for carpet, you got carpet dollies. Uh, if you don't have a carpet dolly, put a piece of wood, block of wood over your two wheel dolly, lay it down and it will work as a carpet dolly. If the roll's not too big, you don't even need the wood. Sometimes just put the carpet on there and it sometimes it's still working. Yeah, as long as you're not going, I always did the little wood just because I didn't want it to crease the carpet too bad when yeah. I was getting ready to install. But uh, point is, you know, use equipment to move your stuff around. Use, um, you know, like I said, they they have a lot of this. I know that one of the best tools in sheet vinyls, sheet vinyl rollers. I mean, it's like, oh man, you know, man, right? Uh, this whole thing is about taking care of tools, right, and taking care of yourself. I just um, replace the rollers on our sheet vinyl cart because we used it so much that the bearings went out. Yeah. And I'm not going to go old school and start rolling it again. I actually bought another one and then <laughs> replaced the, the stuff so that now we have two and then he got another one for free from somewhere. So we got three and it's. Well, we just kind of went full circle right there on how taking care of your tools can take care of your body. Yeah. Uh, keeping that stuff up to you know snuff um and, and keeping your tools in good shape and demo tools too i know the some of the demo tools are expensive but you know we were on a project a few months ago and the guys had um big you know um 
hammer drills, basically one inch hammer drills with a, a uh, flat paddle on the end taking up DCT. They beat their asses to death, excuse my French, for hours doing that. And they were wasted after tearing up 3,000 feet. Now, right. I know that some of the tools that Danny sells over at Wolf uh, can be expensive uh, or even the Nationals, um, but investing in some of those uh, self-propelled demo machines. Demo, we didn't even bring up demo. Carpet control. <laughs> Especially Lee's wet set oh, beat oh, my ass oh. several times. Still does. We just we just had some guys tearing some off of a stage, and I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the preferred team. My my apologies. But uh, a wood a wood stage by hand in one inch strips, and it uh, one week man for like hundred yards. Oh, my I mean goodness. it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, you got like the trifecta. You can't even use a real good demo machine on a wood stage. No, That's we like, tried everything. We tried multiple. Yeah, did you did you try the carpet puller? Yep. The tried the carpet puller, yeah. tried the the turbo machine, tried the we call it the mini turbo. I don't even know the real name of it. <laughs> the Duro. Duro. Yeah, Duro stripper. Yeah, Duro stripper. We tried that with the blades upside down, backwards, sideways. Even when you do your best, you're going to end up doing something. That's why you got to stretch. <laughs> I hope your guys stretch before that stage. Cause that, that sounds like a pain. I'm just saying like that demo, if you can, you know, in commercial, we, we're typically on concrete slabs most of the time. And I know there's a lot of residential on the coasts and, you know, different areas that's uh, concrete slab. Uh, in, in the Midwest, there's a lot of wood substrate with basements. And so it's hard to, to use a heavy machine or even some of the demo machines, they just tear the wood apart. Um, but there's other, like for tearing up carpet, glue down carpet, you know, that carpet puller, the old cage puller, that thing, you know, we, we've got Two of them, one of them's been, a, I, I mean, I've literally had it since like 95, 96, bought it from my boss that I worked for at the time. I guess I actually owned it since 99, but uh, I was using that same machine in, in 95, 96. So they last a long time. Uh, a lot of this equipment costs you a few thousand bucks, but if you take that over, lost time wear on your body and long-term mm -hmm. health they're worth the investment guys in my opinion yeah and Jorge brought up uh furniture moving that's hard on your body oh, too. oh man they got furniture slides for that furniture slides those slings that go under you know those types yep. of people yep. air air sleds holy smokes i remember the first time we used those i was i think i went home and moved my refrigerator just for fun <laughs> <laughs> you know i've been wanting to clean behind this thing let me use this <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah though so using equipment taking care of the equipment takes care of your main piece of equipment which is your body yeah. and you you think like we have a uh, one of our the first ride on removal machine that we bought we bought over 10 years ago and it's just bought it. crazy to think that it's been that long because especially this guy over here he, he's like man we just bought that we bought it like 10 years ago <laughs> 
and it, it's it's still working i mean the, the bad the they don't sell the original charger for it anymore so it beeps all the time which is super annoying but i mean it's it's still doing its job it's still running yeah i just put new batteries in mine about six months ago my uh national that yep. was uh, maintaining I, it not, not the cheapest thing to do but in the, the, the big picture dude there's it's no, an I, investment I would have to had 30 guys uh, to take care of what that machine's taken care of for me over the years. It's, there's no comparison. Yeah, and you other, about that too, like 30 guys and how many man hours it would have taken. And that machine's probably only got, you know, it's probably got less than a thousand hours on it. Yeah. 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 So the, the, get the right equipment maintain that equipment take care of it and take care of your body and if you do all that at the same time you're actually your equipment will take care of you as well working Eduardo saying that the chat isn't working so i if he has a question he can just type it on this uh q a right oh yeah it looks like the chat works uh sorry eduardo but if uh oh yeah so jocelyn says uh make sure y'all eat food is the food Food is the fuel needed for the job. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. Don't forget to eat. <laughs> Take care and. Oops. You know, I'll throw in there. Try to eat decent food if you can. I know when I was in out in the field all the time. I mean, it's hard not to just go grab the, you know, fast food joint down the street. But the the gas station hot dog. Yeah, the, the speed dog. The quick shop hot dog. <laughs> Uh, we did have a guy that worked for me for many, many years that always, every single day, had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and two bananas. Every single day. Stan. Had for lunch. worked with an old guy, Stan. That's what he had. He had um, himself a little little deli sandwich, an apple, and a banana, uh, and water. That's all and a, he had. And a tomato. And he He's the one that taught me how to yeah. not cut up the tomatoes and put it on the sandwich. Just bring it and take bites of it while you're eating your sandwich so it doesn't get yeah. soggy. And when I was working with him, that was, man, that was about 15 years ago. And he was already in his late 70s and still healthier physically than a lot of the young guys that were early, mid-20s, uh, not taking care of themselves. He was, I learned a lot from that guy. What was his name? Stan. Stan, uh, what was his last name, Daniel? I'm drawing a blank on his last name. I should know it. Johnny knows it if he's in there. He, he left already. Eat good food, not Casey's pizza. <laughs> Eat good food, not Casey's pizza. I think that uh, that's probably my favorite stop if I'm in a hurry. Someone says, eat rotisserie chicken and keep gaining muscle. Protein. All right. Well, I know this was a little... Um, you know, maybe uh, better suited for uh, a uh, fitness podcast. But the truth is, is that if you don't take care of yourself, your number one tool, and you don't buy the right equipment, take care of your equipment, your number one tool is going to let you down. Uh, I've seen it happen, and uh, I've experienced it with our crews. Um, so I'd encourage everybody to take care of yourself, lift right, use your equipment, Work smart, not hard. Uh, you can do both, actually, but work smart for sure. And, um, you know, 
try to keep your career going for for many many years I, I mean there's examples of plenty of guys that make it for years and they're usually the guys that took care of themselves so it's easier to work harder when you have the right equipment because you're, you're not tearing yourself up doing everything well and the freaking equipment's funner than pulling up carpet with you in one inch strips hell of a lot <laughs> better to jump on a piece of equipment or you use a, a turbo or something like that that's yeah and until it goes through a wall well always <laughs> collateral damage <laughs> better proper use of the equipment proper use of the equipment proper use all right guys you guys got anything in closing on this uh little uh shorter of a podcast uh, Not that much yeah shorter, actually. Um, take take care of your mental health as well mental health has a lot to do with your with your physical if you're not if you're not correcting yourself mentally or, or consciously making an effort to 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 take care of yourself mentally then the physical part isn't even going to matter um you're just not going to care at some point i think sometimes they go hand in hand like uh yeah i go see uh, a therapist through the bariatric place that i had surgery at because you know it is it's a it's a huge change and not only that it's like they, they said you ever need to talk to anyone about anything definitely you know give us a call and there was one point where I was like yeah it's time to talk to someone and it, it does a lot man it really does all you got to do is, is all it is is essentially a vent session with someone that's not gonna say anything or judge you and sometimes that's all you need get past that stigma yep yeah yeah that's great advice guys I I, I uh I tell you what it's pretty easy to get down these, this, you know, when, when the economy and you got wars and all this stuff, and I don't want to bring any negativity in uh, to a great degree, but taking care of your mind, you know, compare yourself to your, yourself yesterday and not other people. Uh, that's a trick mm -hmm. that one of my mentors taught me is like, <clears throat> don't compare yourself to other people. You compare yourself to your the version of you that was yesterday and the version of you you want to be and then you're just building upon what you've done yesterday and you can make those little one percent changes and uh it makes a big difference in your mindset makes a big difference uh you know daniel just told you man it, it goes hand in hand taking care of your mind and taking care of your body and a good good strong mind usually equals good strong body and uh, not always, but, you know, they do correlate um, and then take care of your equipment. And by the way, Andy McWilliams started a group on Facebook called uh, Mind and Body for the Flooring Trade. So what is it called? Jump on that. Mind and Body for the Flooring Trade. And that's on. I believe uh, that's what it's called. That's, that's on a Facebook, Facebook group. Yep. Yep. It's a group. Yeah. Shoot that out. We'll post that in our social. I, I would. I'm interested in that myself. Yeah, he's got some good, some some good motivation, uh, po motivational posts on there. There's there's a good following on there as well. Awesome. One of the best things that I've learned on there is something that he posted when he said, "It's none of my business what other people think about me." Now I live my life like that. That is 100% the best advice ever. I've heard that saying before. It's hard to live by sometimes. It's like, you know, because we do care about how we're perceived as humans, just the very nature. 
but damn, if you could take that advice and take it to heart. Yeah, that's a big improvement right there. So awesome guys. Thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, appreciate all the comments and the Q and A's. I didn't get to every one of them. I apologize. Um, uh, but we do appreciate the uh, interaction and the, uh, you know, participation. So we'll see you guys next week. And uh, until then, guys, have a great week. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. All right. See you guys. Yeah.